I'ma just pop my shit. Yeah. I might just flood this bitch. Okay. These niggas ain't up like this. Yeah. If it's something, it's stuck like that. Okay. These niggas ain't cut like that. Uh-huh. Look at my tag, what's this? Yeah. These niggas ain't on this yet. Yeah. Spin a bag, need this, this, that. Yeah. I might just pop my shit. Uh-huh. I might just flood this bitch. Uh-huh. These niggas ain't up like this. Okay. If it's something, it's stuck like that. Yeah. Welcome to like another episode of Candid with Cam. Uh, I'm your host, Cameron J. And I'm here with my good friend, Dom Sharp. How you doing today, guys? Uh, if you're listening to this, I have just introduced a new tier so you, for all you guys so you can get the visuals and just support me so that way I can stop doing this 9 to 5 shit and be a full-time creator. There's a new tier on the Patreon. It is $1, and you can subscribe and get all the visuals now. You got a dollar. I want you to know this is you are paying yourself into a corner. Huh? You're you're putting yourself into a corner with this one. You think so? Yeah. So I I I, I still got dollar tier because niggas won't unsubscribe to mods. I just don't. Oh, because no they content. won't. So you can't you can't you can't take no, it. No, I can't get rid of it until everybody leave. So you know, one of the topics I wrote down was like the evolution of what this podcast is. Mm-hmm. Tell us, please. If you if you're listening today, I'm assuming that you probably listening to a few different episodes. Uh, because this is this will probably be episode nine. This podcast has gone through some evolutions of just uh, interview style, horny, nasty, bad man, <laughs> um, just me trying to be too sexy, me being sexy enough. Like it's been, it's going through some evolutions and I'm still growing to figure out who I am as a podcaster. Mm-hmm. I'm introducing the $1 tier because I want to grow the audience. You know, I got a couple people that subscribe to the $5. Shout out to y'all. I lost a few as well, but I feel like I'm marketing a product that. You know, people don't know what what they're buying yet, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I have to give them a reason to, like, like you said, for the twenty dollars tiers. Like, there's so much content that you put out at this point that they, if they did subscribe to the one, like you said, after a while they just want to stay in tune with what's going on. Mm-hmm. So they continue to go up and go up. I I want to I want to create that experience for the people who truly believe in what I'm doing over here. Mm-hmm. So, what's your experience uh, as a you know podcaster? How has it been like, how has the $1 tier affected you and, how, and just growing your paid subscription service? Um, the $1 tier was, it started in me, me, you debated this at first. You remember you was like, I don't yeah. think it's a good idea. Right. And I, I, I can look back and say you were right and wrong at the same time. Which is so funny because I'm all, I'm on the other side yeah, of it. Yeah, you're on the other side of it now. Yeah. But I think the $1 tier is good because it, it allows your cheap your cheapest and your brokest fans to support you. Right. In a way that they wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Right. right. One dollar. There's people that subscribe to my podcast, two to one dollar tier, to this day that I know haven't watched the podcast in months. Right. They just forget that a, a dollar's coming out their account every month because it's a dollar. Nobody misses a dollar. Right. Every thirty days. Right? Which is why you should subscribe because I, why could, you I could use the dollar. Listen, that's the thing. You you always use the dollar. That's that's another thing about it. It is a good window in, but I think that at some point you got to back door and be like. By the way, the one out there don't get nothing no more, or mm-hmm. like give them less and less to make them go up. Which I I think it's good, but you do paint yourself into a corner where, at some point, you will have fifty people in the one dollar tier that are not changing. <laughs> yeah, and no, and then and then you start doing the math like if all y'all, if five of y'all just went up, I could like, like I would make my money back. But none, of, you start doing that kind of thing. Well, but you I, know what I what, what Patreon does have for um any other podcasters out there. You you can limit how many people are able to subscribe to a certain tier. Really? Yeah. I've been paying for two years. I ain't know that. Yeah. So that that is something that I. Oh, this thing we're just, trying to get a bag. You've been on there looking. Look, I've just been trying to understand the app, and I, I'm like, okay, that's something that 
looks like you know if i do do a lower tier that's something that i would i, I plan to do okay it's like it's going to be capped off at a certain point where we're just not allowing my whole i believe in exclusivity so um one of the other things that i'm going to that i'm going to offer every you know most of you who who really fuck with me y'all know fashion is my thing you know i have my clothing brand but i'm going when i do bring the merch and i've been working on merch for for cwc when we present the merch I'm going to do a tier where you can subscribe for the year. That subscription also comes with a discount on the merch. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes with a, a the that yearly subscription is going to come with a discount to the merch for the year as well. But uh, I want to do it where you also get a promotional item, so that. you don't feel like you're just subscribing for the sake of just the content, you're buying whatever the item is. I love that. And you also have the subscription now for the year. I think it's a great idea. Right. Now I'm getting the lump sum up front. I have a subscriber for the year. Um, and then when the merch comes out, you also get a discount on the merch. So Fire. it's win-win for everybody. So that that is going to be the third tier. We're working on uh, what, that, what we're going to price that at. Yeah. But um, And also when what the merch looks like. Part of the reason I haven't done the merch is because I'm still trying to identify what the show is. Mm-hmm. Um, where were we going with that? Um, you were talking about you know uh, the, the change the change the show is making, but you also yeah. have a new change happening in your life now currently, right? Yeah. Uh, before we even get to that, one of the things I because we were talking about the evolution of the pod and everything. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've uh, admired is your evolution as a podcaster. Yeah. And you know you have a new thing that you're working on. Oh yeah, last week tomorrow. Last week tomorrow. Yeah. Which is video essays, and I think that's dope because it 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 brings layers to you as a as a personality yeah um i think there's gonna as that audience grows there's gonna be people that know you specifically for that which is which i'm looking forward to right that's like the reason why i started it yeah i think it's i think that's dope because like one of my favorite podcasters andrew schultz for many years i knew andrew schultz is the guy who did guy code or whatever mm-hmm. but i knew him as the podcaster i didn't know him as the comedian for a long time even though i knew he was doing stand-up um, my early years watching Brilliant Idiots, I just knew him as the podcaster. I never really dived into his his comedy. And then there's people that only knew him as the comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what's going to happen for you. People are going to realize that you're they, they're going to know you for last week tomorrow, and then they're going to cross into this world and it's like they're going to love it or hate it. They're going to love it or hate it. Like yo, yeah. this is the same guy that says you know give his thoughtful opinions on things that's happening in the world, but also he's the same bad words. Right. But that's the fun thing about being a creator, though. Like mm-hmm. being a creator is about being multifaceted. Right. And me and you always looked up to Childish Gambino, right? And right. that's one thing he always taught me. Without saying it ever, just kind of doing it is like never pigeonhole yourself to one thing. Right. Nigga was an actor, a stand-up comedian, a writer, a rapper, all at the same time. Mm-hmm. He never let the world put him into a box of this is what he has to do, this is what he has to look like. Or, right. And I think that's kind of how I've carried myself creatively. Right. Like do it do different stuff. Yeah, I bought uh, I bought uh, some canvases that I'm about to just paint some shit. You about to paint? Yeah, yeah, I love that. I'm about to paint some shit just cause, and I'm a I'm a I'm gonna sell it, but I'm gonna set the price like astronomically high because uh. it doesn't need to be sold. Um, you know, so like, I'll keep it. But if you want to buy it for fifteen hundred dollars, right? Yeah, like literally, like yeah. yeah. If you want to buy it for fifteen hundred dollars, it's available. But until then, it'll probably be like on this wall right here yeah. because we I've been waiting to fill it with something special. As well, yeah. Yeah, or um, or not. It'll be, but it it'll be appreciated regardless. So you know, yeah. but like you said about just not being pigeonholed. Um, but like what you, what you're doing with last week tomorrow, 
I think is dope uh, because you're having more conversations, like the conversation you and I have on the phone sometimes. There was a conversation that you and E4 actually had that was like a really serious one about uh, race. Yeah. And you guys were talking about Cardi B Mm -hmm. and her identifying as a black woman. And on the internet, we recently had the thing that happened with Amber Rose and Jocelyn Hernandez. Yes, E4 wrote a clip. I don't fit in white spaces, but I don't fit in black spaces either. You're not white though, you're black. Your problem is that you really want to be a white girl. Jocelyn! Go and check me, then check me. I'm checking you now. I can't let nobody bully me like that. Yeah, so after that, watching that clip myself, I never in a million years thought that I would be agreeing with Jocelyn Hernandez or something. Yeah. On race relations. Interesting. Um, because her stance is one that I appreciated for her because she is also of mixed race as well as Amber Rose. Yeah. But she said, listen, I'm black, but I'm a black Puerto Rican, but I'm black. Right. Like she stood on that. Like my, and, and the thing, I'm gonna get into this, mm-hmm. but, uh, I just like the fact that she was like, you have, like, you pick a side to identify on is what I, what I, what I, what I agreed with her on. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing with her, she said to Amber Rose, you, like, what did she say? You don't, you don't. What, what Amber Rose said? About it? her blackness. Oh, she said that you don't. Because I didn't watch the clip as it played. It just, it just played. We inserted it after. <laughs> we inserted it. She said something like, uh, you, um, you don't. Oh no, she's like you want to be white or something like that. Yeah, she's something sort of, basically like you you like, don't you don't fuck with the fact that you're black or you want to be a white girl. Yeah, she yeah, she's exactly I think she said you want to be, be a white, white girl. girl. You want to yeah. be a white girl. The thing that I liked about what Jocelyn said, she might not have been like correct about what Amber Rose wants, but there is definitely a conflict and identity there mm-hmm. when you try to teeter that line. Doctor Umar said, uh, you know, Doctor Ifatunde, he said, "There's no such thing as half chocolate milk. You put chocolate it's either chocolate or it ain't." Exactly. It's either chocolate or it ain't. Come on. It's either chocolate or it ain't. Gotta say it three times. Gotta say it three times. <laughs> but um, like Amber Rose was saying, you know, she feels like she does not fit into black spaces or white spaces. And for for me, I I don't appreciate that. Granted, that might be some of where her life experience. That's not true. I, let's just keep it a bean. That's yeah. not true. Amber Rose is from South Philly. There you go. And her entire pers- pers- uh, internet personality and celebrity is built on the backs of Black people, black so that's people, not true at all. I and I don't. I like. I, I like you. You saying the right thing, but, I, but let's not. But let's not phrase like it's built on the best. Because I think that she is a part of black culture. Black culture, yeah. And she, she's and like you can't tell the story of hip hop without Amber Rose. Like you can't. You yeah, know? she inspired she, one of the greatest albums of all time. Her, like by one a, a black artist. Like she, like you. That's that, that's that's why it's so insane to me because. She she is deeply involved with two of hip hop's most beloved artists of all time. Right, right. Kanye West and uh, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. So you can't say you, you you've never really fit in when we've always accepted you. We've always you've, accepted you. You can also, walk into any club right now and get a walkthrough bag anywhere. She's also on BET, which right now isn't owned by a black person, but is a channel marketed towards black people. Black entertainment television with a whole bunch of famous black people. With as and I spe- Ray J's on the show. Ray J. Like Jocelyn's on it. These are people that like aren't white famous. They're black famous, and that's right. that, that's the idea we need to talk about. I think that like you, I, we, me, and him talk a little, a little bit outside. That I think that uh, you said that Amber Rose is upset that she's not more white famous, right? I think yeah, that's what I think it comes down to when she speaks about her not fitting in in these spaces. 
I feel like 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 Jocelyn said, she does want to identify with white money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the the bags that come with the whiteness. She probably feels like she's not able to benefit from that. But that is also why you have to choose a side. Yes. Because what Jocelyn was speaking on when she said, yeah, I was raised in Puerto Rico, but I'm a black Puerto Rican. She does not get to escape her blackness, whether, no. whether she's mixed or not. No. She is visibly a black woman. Yes. And she has to deal with everything that comes with being a black woman in society. I've always you, said that there's like, when it comes to racial uh, identity in America, your actual makeup does not matter. What matters is if the cops pull you over right now, how do, how, how, how are you going to be perceived? How are you perceived? Right. Jocelyn Hernandez, before she opened her mouth, that's a black woman. That's a black woman. You know what I mean? Exactly. And not to say that, because even though Amber Rose is, you know, fair skin, to me, she is black presenting. Oh, she before she opened her mouth, the cops say that's a light skinned black woman. A light skinned black woman. And, you know, you the reality of it is you don't like, you know, her being that if she put on a wig, she could definitely pass for a white woman. But for us, we don't get to choose what side of that, like we're black and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's why you should you have to pick a side. Yes. You have to. It's like it's either chocolate milk or it ain't. You can't tell the line. You can't tell the line when you can't it comes, tell the line. Especially like, when it comes to racial identity and how and how our people are taken advantage of by everybody in society. You can't. You 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 you, you got to choose. That's why people like Logic piss me off because Logic likes to toe the line. Right. Right. Like Logic, somebody who before he before he, before he tells you he black, you see you see a white man. Right. And a lot of his appeal, I think, is a white boy rapping. So, so, so like that. And it's and it's trying to pander to you know a lifestyle that he he don't know yeah he don't know it's like how how many times you want to tell us like all these stories about you know the the it's like we don't believe you none of that <laughs> shit that's what just what it comes down to we don't believe you and you know you don't you're not you're not even successfully portraying it if that's At who all. you are no um, racial identity politics in America is is always interesting conversation mm-hmm. because I think there are people on other side of our of our agreement that would say well it doesn't matter that much and if you think that it's because race doesn't affect your life exactly <laughs> that means you're probably white is what i'm saying like if you think that race doesn't matter in america doesn't play a part of the jobs we get the roles we get how we are perceived in everyday life then you're probably white right which is which is why it's so interesting for amber rose to even have an opinion like that when everybody across america sees amber rose as a black woman as a black woman like who's not accepting you that's what? that's that's the, the the like what are the rooms you or the spaces you weren't accepted in? Like, it's white please rooms. Tell us. It got yeah. white rooms. It has to be white rooms. And it, and I feel like her saying that she doesn't fit in those spaces is because there's a resentment mm-hmm. for those spaces. Mm-hmm. There's a resentment for probably what her existence in those spaces has done for her trying to do get into those white spaces. Mm-hmm. That's why you know. Um, you know, I saw that TikTok, and we we've talked about it, and it's it's, it's harped with me for a while, or I've been harping on it for a while. The woman that was speaking about the idea of black excellence being a farce, yes. It, you know, I think that that's the issue that you know um, Amber Rose is probably experiencing because she's looking at that as like, you know, getting closer to whiteness, yeah, and maybe because. I don't know. That's something that I would like to explore more. Maybe I have to do more research on, but it's just like that whole idea of quote unquote black excellence is like, 
it's just whiteness. Yes. That's all it is. It's black people experiencing whiteness. And I feel like if she's not seeing herself as black excellence, it's because of that. She wants to be in those white rooms and she can't. Mm -hmm. And now she's looking at it like, I can't get these type of bags because of how you Negroes keep holding on to me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think there's something to be explored there, but no, there's def. I I like that. I know I never seen that TikTok when the lady said that black excellence is whiteness, but I that's what I think a lot. We're like, and we we can move on, but I think a lot of uh, uh, groups in groups in America, you know, the gays, women, black people, they don't they are not seeking they're not seeking to be equal. They're seeking to have the power of the oppressor. Right. And I think that's what a lot of black excellence is. It's not seeking to be equal. It's seeking to having the same power that the white person has. Right. And instead of like, you know, actually trying to inflict change, we just want a little piece of that power. That's right. It. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Amber Rose, you, you, you tripping with that Yeah, one. nah. You I ain't tripping gonna lie to you. Game. Yeah, you fucked up. Because also, you from the P. Yeah, so, you from the P. Like you for, That's what I'm saying. Like, like you can't say that I don't exist in white spaces and then also be like, I'm from South Philly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like you uh, I don't exist in black spaces. I'm sorry. And then and then be Jack in South Philly. Yeah. Now, the South Philly came out because she did jump up and smack uh Jocelyn first, but I, I don't think she won that fight. No. I honestly, by the way, great I would market. love to see that fight too. Great market for that show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch College Hill now. I, I'm gonna be honest as a as an old school reality TV fan. Yeah, having Tiffany Pollard on there. Yeah, and then like I feel like the last like, I mean, there's a reemergence of 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 uh, reality, reality TV, TV but Shout the last Zeus. good I Shout think Zeus. yeah I think the last like good class of reality TV came from Jocelyn's class. Yeah, but and she's in that Zeus class too. Yeah, she like the old head of Zeus now too. That's yeah, she's like the old head now. Yeah. But yeah, you got yeah. I, I need to watch that. That gives me the vibes of like 05 reality TV. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, we about to we about to get a we, we about to get a lot of reality television shows coming. Cause the writer's yeah. strike. The writer's strike. Go back to 2007. When 2007 happened, nigga, Cartoon Network stopped airing cartoons. That's how bad a writer's strike was. That's how bad a writer's strike was. Sheesh. Like, we not we ain't these these companies, what's gonna happen? I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna talk about this real quick and we can move on. I yeah. keep saying that because this is not in my pod. But no, no, no. Yeah. Uh no, we what, cooking. One of these shows, one of these networks is going to try to make a show with just just AI. They're going to try to write a whole script, mm. plot it out with just AI, and we're going, we're going to hate it. But And then we're going to get back to good old-fashioned uh, reality TV until they figure it out. Mm -hmm. But somebody's going to try it. ABC, NBC, CBS, TNT. Somebody's going to do it. Because those shows, they keep they, those networks need to keep pumping out content to keep people invested. I think it's cheaper for them to try to just find, like, new personalities yeah and then just like look fame 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 because people are are bro as as long as it, attention is currency now yeah and as long as these networks are able to give you that like they 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 can give you like pennies yeah. on a dollar for for what they're bringing in on entertainment value yeah as long as you have fame, no, you're there's right. so many people, and it, that's not a bad thing either. If you know how to leverage your your uh, your your likeness, you know you can take that and get a bag off of that too. But a lot of people are just satisfied with that, and as long as they can just take Joe Schmo from the block and then do that, they, like investing in AI is almost more work. It, the thing is, you wouldn't have to do it, bro. Open AI, fucking uh, not Dolly, but the other one. I've been on there, like coming out. out to be honest, a lot of times when I'm trying to come up with interesting video essay ideas, I'll have my idea and I'll be like, I'll be like, 
AI, give me 10 different slants to come up with. Like, give me 10 different angles. Okay. And I'll be like, oh, I like that angle. Then I'll take that angle. Like, it's so e- – AI is so advanced. The f- Just the free version. Mm-hmm. Just the free. Yeah. You know, I uh, I edited that- clips recently on AI. AI. And, like, the fact that it's powerful enough to realize, like, okay – you know, it, it has its misses, yes, right? For but sure. they, let's say, for example, they give me 15 clips. Out of that 15, five of them, they were able to capture what a good conversation is. Yes. And granted, the reason this program is free is because they're probably taking that AI to be able to frame conversations mm-hmm. and be able to be like, all right, we can take these words. These words have these meanings. Yeah. And used in this context, um, this is how it's perceived. The reason why the AI is free is because they're it's learning. It's learning. They're using yeah. us as as the as the machine to learn it. I have fully committed to the fact that I'm probably not going to have children because this is the last like human. Like this, we're the last of like humans at really? this point. Really, yeah. you would believe that? Yeah, I See, mean that, that's too dystopian. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't only think that way. What do you th- where do you think it's going to go? What AI? I think this plan is going to explode soon. They say they actually say like twenty twenty forty something. We done. Yeah, like they said that. So we got like twenty more years. Yeah, like it's twenty four. Yeah, 20. I ain't gonna lie. Checking out that forty is crazy. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> checking yeah, out that, yeah. at least at least give me like seventy. Right. Give right. me like give me like the seventy with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, every year they talk about how we only had X amount of years before yeah. global warming is irreversible. We just had like some of the most like catastrophic wildfires in Canada. Yeah. Like to the point where the smoke literally traveled down the East Coast. I used to not really understand the idea of like the nuclear winter. Yeah. Now I get it. It made sense to you. Yeah. You that, like, right? cause, cause you know, they say if like the volcano in Yosemite were to ever to erupt, like it's, it's up, it's over with because the, the, uh, the fog or whatever, the, like just the smoke alone, we would have like, a, not only is it like the sun going to be blocked out. But like we would have no access to like our satellites and all this other stuff. Like, like it would be like an electrical blackout as well as like a nuclear winter type situation where what are you talking about you dead ass right now? Yeah. Talk about there's a volcano in Yosemite? Yes. <laughs> Why don't we just plug that shit up? It's already plugged up though. All right, I say they plugged it up already. Yeah, but they say that like if it were to ever erupt, like it's it's up. There's yo, it's so many catastrophic events that we are on the brink of. Um, but we've also been on the brink of them for like thousands of years. Yeah. Like California is sitting on um, the San Andreas vault, fault, however you say it. Mm. If that shit, if they ever have like the big one, they're all, like every year is like they're on the verge of the big one. Right. Where like it'll literally like break apart from the United States and like slide into the ocean type shit. Yeah. Like, you know. Fire. <laughs> Fire. The Rock has a movie about that. <laughs> yeah. You don't know about that shit? Yeah, no, I I, I don't like the I stopped watching about twenty twelve. Those type of like yeah. worrying events. I you remember twenty twelve? Bro, I remember twenty twelve. We were in sixth grade and I remember praying to God that I did not die a virgin. Do you remember the day that they say twenty twenty twelve was supposed to happen? You remember the day that the minds predicted? I don't remember the day, but it I was remember like May thirtieth or something like this. I remember this. Uh-huh. I was living down the P with my mom. And I was riding bikes with the niggas. This is back, back when we used to steal bikes. Right. Usually ride down Broad Street, steal bikes, take them back to the block to fix them up. Everybody, if you know me, I've told this story a bunch of times. Right. So this is when we were stealing bikes. We was riding down Broad Street looking for bikes. And I remember thinking, like, this could be the last day. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember I was I was I was on Broad like Broad and like something. It's right there by the Popeyes. If you're from Philly, it's, it's South Philly Broad Street, right there by the Popeyes, across here from McDonald's. I'm over there, mm-hmm. and that it's closed down at McDonald's, but it's over there. It's like ten years ago, and I remember riding down, and there's a there's a car, and in the back of the car it says uh, Macho Man Randy Savage saved us from the uh, the world ending. Yeah, because Macho just died. Oh wow, he was the sacrifice. He was the sacrifice. Wow, and I remember feeling comfort in that moment. Yeah, and it's as a wrestling fan, it's like. Thank God for Macho Man Randy Savage. Was it Macho? It was. I don't think it, it might have been I don't Macho. think it, it, it a wrestler been. died right before that mm-hmm. time. I think Macho died in a car accident like a decade before that. But it was a wrestler. Maybe Jake. Somebody stopped it. I remember okay. reading the back of the car. <laughs> yeah, I just remember. It was scary though. I also remember repenting every time I beat my dick, and I still do this to the to this day. Wait, wait, you serious? Yeah, I pray for forgiveness. Every time you beat your dick, you pay for it. Not every single time, but I definitely like. There's, there's also sometimes where I pray for forgiveness before. It's like God, I'm, like, please forgive me. What's the thought process behind it? Um, I just thought it was, it was sinful. So you know, when that movie came out, that was the same year I first started beating my shit too. So I, I told you the story before. I used to not beat my shit to completion because I thought it was a sin. I didn't want to go to hell for. Um, for masturbating. So when they when I found out the world was ending in two years and I just discovered beating my dick, like I would literally pray and but bad shit would happen to me. Like I would get like I would beat my dick and then like my teacher would call home. From school the next day. School. Yeah. <laughs> get my games taken away. And I would like literally be like, I like keep like but I can't stop. Like I keep getting in trouble every time, but I can't stop. You keep just jerking it. I just dick. kept jerking my dick, and I would just pray, like God, please forgive me. I like it. I think it's for like the limit we were fighting in middle school. We was just like playing football in the schoolyard. Right, bro. <laughs> like in my whole time in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna die in two years and go to hell because I was masturbating. Yo, you fight like a real deal, a moral dilemma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, to, this day, <laughs> to this day, to this day, I'm just, like, I just, I just, just stop masturbating. Yo, so like, when else did you masturbate it? Hmm? When, when was the last time you, when the last time you masturbated it? Um, yesterday. Yesterday after you finished masturbating, did you like, God, I'm sorry? Yeah, I prayed last night. But not, I didn't. I, you did say you prayed last night. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put that in my prayer, but it definitely was like in my head, like, I shouldn't do this right now. I need, I need, because I'm like, I need a prayer. There's so much going on in my life. I need, I need a miracle and I'm about to beat my dick. I don't think you really care about that no more. I think it's just <laughs> other things in my life. You th- you think you let that shit go? Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I don't keep a lot. If God really kept on me and my dick, he a petty ass nigga. That's why I'm like I don't think I just think there's so much more harm in the world I could do, not like than beat my dick. Like I don't think I'm hurting anybody. Nah, religious religion is a fun thing because I I was I was like I I practiced Islam for a while. I'm more culturally Muslim now, mm-hmm. which is like I was like I'm just because I'm coming from Philly and I and I and I prayed a few times. I'm culturally Muslim. Like I got like uh like I don't really eat pork. Mm-hmm. You know I fuck eat my right hand. You know I'm I'm very clean in my house. That's like I'm, I like I took all the things from it, but like all that God shit, I don't believe in that nigga. Wow. Yeah, I don't know that believing in God feels like so much pressure. Right. Like you gotta like I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta make my mom, my dad, and God proud. That's too many niggas. Yeah. I um I I've talked about this before, but I this year I still wanna like continue to grow closer to God. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, I feel like part of the reason I don't have direction is because I don't believe like I don't know that I truly believed in anything before. I, 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 that's, that's a good, that, I like you said that because I don't believe in God, but I believe in me wholeheartedly. Yeah. I believe in my ability to figure it out. I think that arrogance is destructive for me. 
Really? I was watching Snowfall, right? Yeah. And there was like a scene that resonates with me where Avi, who's like Franklin's first connect, and Franklin are talking. I think it's like season five. So Avi and Franklin's relationship has changed. And but that's that that's that that's not pertinent information. Avi says to Franklin, you know, basically niggas like you are scary because a nigga like me, I don't have too much choice. Like I go from war to war. This is what I do. You have the war within. Your problem is that you can do anything, but you choose to do the wrong thing. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he pretty much was like, your problem is like you, you, all of the, all of the good, the bad, it all lives inside of you. You could be a preacher. Mm. You could be a teacher. You know what I'm saying? Anything. But like you, you're choosing this, you're choosing things that are destructive. Mm. And, you know, I think like Franklin was not a God fear man at all because yeah. he only believed in himself right. and his will to do whatever he wanted. Mm -hmm. And having that absolute power corrupts. You think, do you think so? Yeah. That's interesting. Cause that, I never, that, that, that's where I think it's like, I need to believe in something bigger than myself because I absolute power would corrupt me. No, I, that's interesting because I remember when, I, when the, when the idea of free will was brought into my was was put into my head as a kid, because mm -hmm. I remember I used to I used to, you know I, before 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 I started practicing Islam, mm -hmm. I grew up in a church and it's you know it, it was written, so right. I, so I took that as everything that's ever going to happen. I think we have a conversation before. Everything that's ever going to happen is written, and I'm I'm on my own path. Like it ain't in my path. He gave it to me, mm -hmm. but then the idea of free will came into my head, and I was like, oh. I don't believe in him. Like mm -hmm. I, I get to figure this shit out. And once that became idea, it became less destructive. But it became uh, the thought of like the possibilities are endless. Right. And for me, and, and like when I say I believe in myself, I believe when I, I don't be like oh, I'm so great. I believe in my ability to outwork everybody. Yeah. The, your your will. Your will. Like my willpower is like mm -hmm. bar none. Right. Like, like nobody is can can do what I do. When I put my mind to it, that's because that, that's like I got, I got this, I got this. You know, I always, I always just like watch athletes' documentaries. They be like, "Yo, he just had that drive. He can kick it into right." And I always wanted that drive. Mm -hmm. And then like I realized I got that. You switch. had it already. Yeah. I had, I had that switch. Yeah, it's I, so, I, I teeter that line because when you speak of ath ath being an athlete, like and just that mindset, that's how I believed in my ability as a football player. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no. You, there's nothing that makes you feel or understand what free will is like imposing your will on somebody Come else. On. <laughs> so when, you, when you're when driving somebody and putting their face in the mud, like that's when I felt like that. But I also have those moments where I feel like it's out of my hands mm -hmm. and everything that's supposed to happen is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like when I was praying last night, I had to, the conversation I had with God was like, you know, at first I was like, I need this, like, or maybe I, w I want these things. So it started off like, I need these things to happen. And then it was like, I really just want these things to happen. And then it was like, you're going to make what's supposed to happen, happen. Mm. So then I ended my prayer with just like, everything that has happened to me is for a reason and I trust you. And that was, it was comforting for me because it all, it, it's like it's out of my hands and you know i don't know that just made me feel a little bit more comfortable knowing I, that it wasn't in my hands it's like I think it, that's weak. It, you think it's weak yeah 
because it's like the idea of like, oh, I don't got to deal with it. No, that's not. That's not it. That's I mean, not. That's, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's kind of how I'm interpreting. I'm interpreting it as like you were saying, like it's like it's like uh, it's like when your girl wants you to pick the the food for the night. Mm-hmm. Like she wants you to pick it because she don't want to be burdened with picking. If you choose, it doesn't matter because I, I I didn't have to do the thinking. I didn't do the work. It was it was, it was given to me. Yeah, that's not that's not what I mean. It's by not that. a one on one conversion, but yeah, yeah, that's not what I mean. What I'm what I'm saying is, regardless of what the story is supposed to be, I have to go through it. Mm. And okay. my experience, like, no matter what the 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 free will aspect of it is, um, or at least. The free will to me is how I interpret the experience. Okay. The story may be written, but my interpretation of the story is mine, regardless of, you know, how, if I feel like my my moves had a, any part of how the story played out. That's interesting. I still have to interpret it the way I interpret it, whether I thought everything that happened to me was good or bad, that is my free, my free choice to decide. Yeah. Like, I like that. this is God's story for me, but... I don't like it. <laughs> I ended yeah. up doing 20 years in jail. This is a fucked up story. Yeah, but it's it was my story. Right. Or I can choose to look at it like I had to do these things to meet the young men that are in jail that are doing these small bids that I can turn I around say, and become this, that, and the third. I like, like I like the way you say interpretation because I think I think that's kind of cool. Like the idea of like if 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 everything is already predetermined and like it's gonna happen, but my outlook of it is how I get to decide whether or not it's a good or bad thing. Right. That's still pretty fire, I guess. That's right. pretty cool. Because I because I do think that like how you see shit is more important than what than what actually happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole idea of like you never lo- like like what Yana said, and niggas killed for that. I believe it was like it's never failure. Right. It's steps to the process. Yeah, that just wasn't Kobe like, that's all. Yeah, but Kobe it, was a fucking maniac. He was a yeah. sociopath. No, what he said is right in the game of life. But in sports, niggas not trying to hear that. That's the funny part. But you have to have that mindset to come back the next year too. Yeah, you got you got to be like, no, no, I didn't, I, I didn't fail. I just got to work harder to get to get. Cause he literally already won a championship. Right, he, he already won. One. Yeah. He won at life. Right. He's a two-time MVP, multi-millionaire champion at his sport. Best, right. the top top. He he's it's not a failure. It's just steps to being better. Right. I think the problem with what they said in that was, do you feel like the season was a a failure? He didn't, they didn't ask how you feel about losing because he lost. Yeah. You lost the game. You did lose. Yeah. But I'm not a failure. Those are two different things. Yeah. Like, you can lose and not be a failure. He has another opportunity. Like, he's already, like you said, he's won a championship and he has a, a ample opportunities until he's done playing to win another one. Yes. So he's not a failure in a season. No one's going to, re- there's mad seasons that so many. aren't, like, yeah, they, they, they might not have been a, how many championship years season, but that wasn't once. a failure. People always say, "How many?" I mean, might pay for them for twenty years. He he, he only won six championships. He only won six, or the, and that that's a. I think that's what he, he said. What he said yeah, too. so it's like the years he didn't win it was that a failure. Right. No one cares about the one, the other ones. It's about how to like how you won it. Did you yeah, win those years? Right. What is the story at the end? That's and that's right. And and I think that's I think I think if that's how we are seeing God is like kind of like a he puts you in a path and you going ups and downs. That's cool too. Right. But I don't really. I, that's I don't know. I I do have a theory that God, like people who believe in God, I think God is for people who lack guidance, who lack, who don't have. That's the, why I think it's important too, whether you believe in it or not. Like yeah, no, I think religion is important. I think that's why. That's why I think niggas who are who niggas in jail turn turn to God. Right, because and that's the best thing that can happen. Be that is rehabilitation. Like you, they need that. They, they need, need to have the they guidance. They need to believe it's something bigger themselves. Right. They need if also you don't, drug addicts. If you and, and, and uh and pregnant mothers. Right. <laughs> 
if you're doing a 20 year bid and you don't believe in something, yeah, I'm raping and killing everything because it's over after this. I'm about to have fun. You're right. <laughs> I'm not about to just sit in here and just rot. No. Come on. I'm getting out on 50. If I don't believe in nothing, oh, yeah, give me them cheeks, little nigga. <laughs> give me them cheeks. I'm not going home and I don't believe in God. So this is it for me. Give me that butt. I'm doing some raping. Like, what are we talking about? If you don't believe in God, what are you doing then? I love, I love when they can say the wild shit. God. Be like, Come back like, when you found God. That's what that, that's jail. Find God. Come back when you found God. Come on. Nah, it's out God though. Yeah. You cool boy. No, nah, I didn't expect this to go give uh give him what 10 minutes on that. However come, long it was. Come on, guys. Yeah. Great uh-uh. podcasters. Exactly. Honestly, we just what me and you do a lot is just philosophy. It's just philosophy. Philosophy, yeah. We just be philosophizing. Bro, could you imagine that though? Like whatever uh BC, we're just philosophers. I, bro, I'm we're in the I, motherland just philosophizing. I would have been the best philosopher of all time, bro. Thanks, bro. Like Josh, I, I got an old tweet from my old Twitter account. I was like, yeah, I, th- I, was th- I, th- I tweeted that I wanted to go back to college to get a degree in philosophy so I could just do what I do all day, but with a degree. Yo, <laughs> you could you you could do that too and just have AI take the course for you so you can get the. <laughs> yes, I could. Yeah. Or you could get, get an honorary, you get famous enough that you get the honorary degree. Yo, that's kind of that's kind of what I want. Because I, I do think a lot of what I do is just philosophy. That's, that's what I what think. What you do is philosophy, 100%, bro. I think I just I just be coming up with stuff like, like I'm trying to see the world differently. I listened to uh, the R&B Money podcast with Tank mm-hmm. and um, Shameless Plug. I don't know why I did gave them a plug. It's, yeah. it's not shame on me either. It's not shame on you. Um, but he has <laughs> big a up, big homie. He right. Knows what it was. <laughs> he has an honorary degree in music from some something, and they're like, yeah, this nigga because he he dropped out of college or some right. something along those lines. But he's like, yeah, it's an honorary degree, but I am the art. I am. This, I am this personified. I am the, I am what this is. Yes. So for for you for philosophy, that's what you like. Yeah. You would qualify for that. Yeah. Um. Definitely. But that's that's why that's definitely why I'm happy I didn't waste money on college. Yeah. Because I definitely got a bullshit degree in philosophy. My dad have been so pissed. Hey, bro. You if you it's all about that piece piece of paper. If you can make it shake, you make it shake. I feel like hustlers gonna hustle regardless. So. <laughs> You know, no. I'm Yo, sure you would have found a way to get a bag. Off I, no, of that no, degree. no. I, I would have found it, but yeah. I would have wasted time. I do. I do regret not going to college. I always, always like uh, think about that a lot, though. It. W- I think everybody should experience a freshman yeah. year somewhere. Like I'm, I'm, t- I'm 25. Me and you turn 26 this, this this upcoming fall. Damn. Yeah, we're entering. We're 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 are we got one more year left of our mid 20s. The mid 20s is the smallest year of the 20s. Yeah. 25, 26. Because it's really just. It's two years, 25, 26. Yeah, because 24 is still early 20s. 24, 30, 20s. Yeah. 20, 24, early 20s. 25, 26 is the mid. Mm-hmm. And the last three, late 20s. I feel like when you get old, like the older you get, that mid part grows, though. Like really? If you like 53 or 57, you're still in your mid 50s. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> the range, the median range is a little bit wider as you get older. Like in mid 50s. Like, because the thing is, you also stop saying your age. So people just assume he looks right. like he's mid 50s. Or, right. Like, that's true. Early 50s, you just look, you look young with like old style. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or if somebody uh, say you look like a late, that means like 
you just yeah like yeah. you might not be taking the best care of yourself type yeah, shit like no. you, if you if anybody say after like the 40s you you look like a late something yeah you it's because you you're you looking like you're aging a little fast yeah you ain't taking good you ain't taking good care of yourself yeah but no i do think about this. i'm i where i'm 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 entering my last year my mid 20s and i'm looking back on my 20s now uh-huh. but it's interesting to do because i feel like it's flown by right I feel like I feel like just the day I turned twenty, and now I'm almost in four years. I'll be thirty. Right, I have a story about that too. Yeah, and the more I, the more I look back on it, I'm th- I'm starting to like to like scold my younger self. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because I feel like there was multiple moments in my life where I just did the wrong thing multiple times. Multiple times, like t- like even in the recent months, where for me it's like how many, where I I, I just I started to feel like, I mean, I know I'm the problem in a lot of my things, yeah. but it's like, how many times am I? Can I make the same mistake exactly before I learn my lesson? I'm like, I, when did I become this hard headed? Yeah, yeah. You mean I'm uh, for me, right? You you talk about how like how fast, how f- time, and this is how you know time's a construct because it can feel fast and slow at the same time. Yeah. I recently went back to like my first real job. I just got hired there again. I was working there for three years in like my my early 20s. So like from 20 to, so 20, 21, 22, I was working there. And then I'm 25 now. It's been like three years in between. Um, It feels like I just left, but it's also making me realize like when I was here before I got got paid a lot less. So it puts things in perspective of how like, I felt like I didn't have money then. And then in between that time I've seen the most money I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And now I'm right back in the, I'm actually farther behind than I was when I came before when I didn't, when I felt like I didn't have money because I didn't have debt before. Mm. Now I have like credit card debt, all this other stuff. Things that can be fixed if I just stop making the same mistakes. And now I'm looking at it, I'm like, I'm back here in this space. Granted, I'm in a, I'm getting paid a lot more than I was when I first came here, but I'm continuously given these opportunities to correct my mistakes. Mm-hmm. And like now, it's like I have to, like my livelihood is is, is at stake now. Yeah, yeah. Like losing my job last month showed me that like I can't keep being this irresponsible kid. Yo, being unemployed at twenty two and being being unemployed at twenty five is two different two things. different things, bro. Because at twenty two, everybody's like, ah, oh, you figured out. Twenty five right. is like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like it's two different responses. When I don't tell people, I I don't. My family don't know I'm unemployed still. I've been unemployed for three months. I've wow. not told them. Yeah. Because I've I've needed to. My bills are yeah, still you paid. haven't needed to. Yeah, my bills are paid. Everything is everything is operating exactly the same way it would. But I just can't tell them that that I like that was like my first big boy job. And mm-hmm. I, I used to, for, for those for those who don't know, I used to be a manager at Raising Kings. It's my first big boy job. I I've been working in the kitchen since I was like eighteen years old, and I finally worked my way up to a manager at twenty five years old, finally, mm-hmm. which is like a big deal. And when I got that position, I realized it's not what I wanted. Right. I realized like this isn't this isn't me. Right. This isn't who I want to be. This isn't who I strive to be. And I left. I right. left. I didn't leave. That's different me and you. Like, you put your two weeks in that jobs. I don't do that. I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. Because for me, that that that's like, that's like, that's like uh, breaking up with your girlfriend but saying, but me, you can still be friends. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving the door open to come back in. For a job. It's it's bread, though. So I w- Now, for me personally, I don't ever want to go backwards. I yeah. never want to go backwards. If I go to a spot that I hate it, even, even if I got to go to a different job, I don't want to go back to it because I hated it here. Right. Why the fuck would I ever come back? Like, I even meet, before I quit, me, we had me in a conversation where we was like, yeah, maybe she could try to go down in position. 
Like I, I want, I want to go from a right. shift manager. Less responsibility. Less responsibility, and they they couldn't even do that for me. Right. I'm like, why the fuck would I ever come back here? Y'all Certain situations is like that. Like my first first job, because I I did one job and then I had, like I'm back at my first real job. But the job I had before that, I will never like. There's no amount of money they can give me to go back in that building. Mm-hmm. But this job, I feel like, I left I left them in good standing, and. I was in a time of need and they brought me in with open arms and gave me, you know, decent bread for what what's, what they're capable of. Now, I'm about to get another job offer, so I'm about to go in there and strong arm them. Mm-hmm. And um, if they can't match it, then I'm going to have to leave. But it I do appreciate the fact that, you know, I left it in the standing that I did, so I'm able to come back. And everybody don't leave like, yet because I ain't going to lie. I might have to go up there and get an interview soon. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a while. So um, I, I definitely see it being a few weeks before I have to. Yeah. Before I have to make a decision like that, but yeah, I definitely because they're gonna give me a little uh, bonus if y'all are able to stay for like sixty days. That's why I was like, I want all y'all to come get in this job. I did this before too. The first time I worked there, I had like all my high school homies got. I got everybody jobs. So listen, I ain't gonna lie, sixty days is all I need. Just let me let me get let me get ahead on bills again. I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> if you're able to get in there and do like a fulfillment position, I don't think you're gonna want to leave. That's why I said retail fulfillment jobs is so low maintenance, bro. Because it's like yeah. you really could just go in. If it's a cool joint, you could put headphones in, head down, you work a couple hours, and if you part-time. Like, my homegirl, she came in there a couple years ago, and she hasn't left yet. She's like, bro, I work a Wednesday and a couple weekends because it's low maintenance. It's like I just come in, get my little bag, and roll out, and you get a discount. So it's like yeah. I'm getting a discount on drip. I'm about to get some Birkenstocks. Yeah. Having it. But, um, but, that, that's, but, 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 but it's the conversation I, I'm talking about when I say I'm looking back on my 20s now. Okay. Is that, like, 20-year-old me would not have that kind of idea uh-huh and also i do i do look back a 20 year old me and say like shit to him like yo that was an opportunity you should have took right that was an opportunity you should have took that was an opportunity you should have took right but i'm not i didn't at that at that young age i didn't see it as that uh-huh. but at 25 finish 26 i'm seeing everything as an opportunity to further myself to the next part of my life right we're like you know what i'm saying like you at, at what point do you become an adult at yeah. what point do you become an adult and it start to feel Rick like clicks. an adult yeah you're saying like, cause right, I feel like right now in this very moment, it's I'm when I'm thirty, I'm like I'm when I was twenty five, twenty six, I'm when I started to feel like an adult. Mm-hmm. But I feel it happening now. It's not all the way there yet, right? Cause I still have like some really childish ways about me, really childish things I still go through, right? But that's starting to feel more like adulting every day, right? Um, damn, I have two things that I wanted to ask about that, but I feel like once we get started on one, I'm gonna forget the other, probably. Um, just so pick the better one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say, you know. When you look at those mistakes, you don't feel like those mistakes were uh necessary. Yeah, for you to be who you are right now. Um sometimes I think they were, but I also like to go back to kind of yeah before is like the, the, the will. I right. think I would have st- to be honest, I think a lot of those, a lot of mistakes I made, I could have made the right decision and still got here. I was being hard headed. Mm-hmm. Like one thing my dad used to say all the time. And I and whenever I talk, listen, shout out to niggas with dads. Some of y'all niggas don't got dads. Not right. me though. Not me though. <laughs> not, not I know how to I know how to do shit. Like yeah, build I mean, shit. Listen, yo, the great thing about having a dad is like they will say a little lines to you and they hit you like five, six you. years later. And we don't even talk. It's like you, I don't even talk to this nigga every day. But that one line though, <laughs> that shit set me on the right path. <laughs> that one little thing? Yeah, that you ate that. <laughs> you ate that. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid. Uh, I, I got it was something. I was some job. It was like a good job, and I was like, and I was still rap at the time or whatever. And I was like, Dad, no, it's gonna affect my my art, my music. He was like, Yo, like, just because you work at a job, don't mean that's your career. 
And mm-hmm. and the mom was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But at twenty seven, like, yo, he eight. Right. Because a job is just to fund the the career, the things you want to do. That's, yeah. And I was like, damn, he he killed that. Right. Because that's and that's why I say like I, it was certain jobs opportunities I had that would have been time consuming in the moment, and I thought it would take away from like me doing the thing mm-hmm. that would have helped me do the thing that I have now, which is so much more time consuming. But it would have put me in a bad position doing now, and I'm just like, right. Damn, like I wish I can go back in time. That's something I think about too, like going back in time and talking to my youngest self, and I'd be like, yo, what would I tell him? Right. And also, I want to ask you this: if if you had a time machine, and I don't purpose it, because if you had a time machine, everybody would have a time machine. Right. But let's say you you stumbled upon it. You had a, you had a time machine, only you. Okay. And it, you you get two trips there and back. What version of yourself are you going to, and what are you telling them? This is a great question, by the way. Mm. I just cooked that. I think it's only, honestly, from, you know, baby up to, like, 18, I don't think I made any mistakes. I think that my life went the, exactly the way it was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. The uh, honest, Other than, like, I played it with the, the thing, like, what if I went to, like, a different high school? But I think that doesn't change who I become. No. The Where I would go is, like, two moments. The first one definitely is if I stay in college, if I stay at Monmouth and I don't leave. Yeah. I think, I don't think I like that version of myself, but I think that version of myself is a little bit more accomplished on paper. Like I I, I think that version of myself gets to see the field. Like I, I think I play. Like I, I know myself and, and who I was as an athlete. I know that I play at some point in that four years if I stay. Um, Does that haunt you a little bit not ever playing? If I didn't get the chance to play in my spring game, I think it it would haunt me more. Mm. But knowing that I played in my spring game before I left, it's just, and I like the, the team that I was on did very well. I, I showed a lot of promise uh, in that moment, mm. so I know that I was capable of it. Yeah. And then just seeing who the the guys that were around me that ended up getting the positions, like if I would have stuck with them, we we would have all been starting like a starting offensive line that would have done very well, but. Mm. Um, no, it doesn't haunt me as much as I as I would think. Yeah. I was really good. And I think I took it as far as what I really looked for out of football. Yeah. But I do wonder what that next level would have been for me. I don't think I was going to the NFL. I think that I think it it, it always stopped at college for me. Yeah. But it's more about if I would have stayed in school and got my education. But, but if you go back into that to that person who's walking down the beach in, in Jersey. And mm-hmm. like thinking about quitting, what do you tell him? If I tell him to stay, I'm gonna be honest though. I know where I was in my head. If that version of me tells me like, no, you have to stay and like stay and do this, and I don't have like, cause I, I don't me right now, I don't have a good good enough reason for why I, I he should stay and do it. But it, that's another thing. You gotta also you gotta see he looks at you and see the version that he's becomes. What if he likes that? That's what I was about to say. I yeah. think he looks at me and sees the version, and he's like proud of this. We I talk think, about this all the time. Like, I think I leave almost faster. I, I think I leave with a more positive attitude, knowing that. I think, yeah, honestly, you if might. I go back in that time machine, I tell myself, I probably tell myself, bro, it's like leave. You probably say you. I probably you, tell myself to you, leave. You probably double down, like you yeah. making a good decision, right? I think, yeah, I probably. The time machine, me going in the time machine to talk to myself then, I tell myself to leave. That's I tell myself it's going to be okay, leave. Yeah, I don't think I tell myself to finish. 
I think I would like to see the outcome if I finish. Yeah. But you I like think I still him, tell myself to leave. But like in reality, like if I had it mm-hmm. five minutes to go talk to him, I'm like, no, you're making the right decision. Right. I think the other version that I go back to talk to is <laughs> No, no, um, you get one version. You get one. You get you get you get you get a trip there and trip back. That's how time. No, I'm just, I'm saying like just in this because oh, remember I said I had I had two okay. that I would Austin universe. You 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 pick a different. I have another. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying it because I had two I had two yeah. versions of myself that I would want to speak to. Okay, is that version and then like mid pandemic version. Okay, yeah, like, mid pandemic like, version like, of me. So we talking like summer 2020. Yeah, right when I was like really getting pale horse kicking again. Yeah, I remember that. When I, you released the Black Panther tea? Yeah. I think I just tell myself like don't stop. Like, don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I stop. It. I and 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 don't quit sex. Yeah. But like do yeah, do them both. Just don't stop. Cause that when I stopped, I lost all rhythm, all momentum with music and clothing. And it yeah. just sent me in this spiral downward spiral of like just not being creative. Yeah. And I was making the money to do everything that I needed to do because I was yeah. getting a bag at sex. So yeah. I think I just tell myself, don't stop and don't quit sex. That's interesting. Which means I probably don't go to New York. Which, which means you stay here. Which means, which means I I never pot. No, you. I I, I to be honest, I, I don't. You, I don't. I don't. I think I, you always pot. To be honest, yeah. I, I think it was inevitable. Because I was. The funny part is I potted through all of that. That's what I'm saying. I just I, didn't have my own pot. I think that eventually you always figure it out. Yeah, I, I don't think I think if, if, if we go to the multiverse, nigga said I don't believe that it's written, and it says I think eventually you always figure it out. No, because it said you, in all, <laughs> no, I, no, bro, I in all realities, bro, you, you lead to here. In every reality, let's say I'm I'm your best friend in every, in, inside every reality. I'm one of your best friends. Let's go, let's let's not leave the heart out of this. I'm one of your best friends inside every reality, right? Right. I cannot keep rising, and you don't want to do it. Right. There's no world in which that that happens. Yeah. There's no world. I think that you always be like, yo, you know, especially with how our dynamic is. We're like, for a long time, some of y'all know this on, on listen to this, the topics that I would talk about were topics that me and him had on the phone. Right. And I would just bring them and just be like, oh, me and Cam talk about this if we go on the phone. That's how it perfects a lot of topics. Yeah. yeah. Me and Cam talk about this if we go on the phone. Like, is, there's no reality in which you don't be like, I could do that. Yeah. And at least because it, it's no reality where, in all realities, part of our friendship is our pod fandom. Yes. Like, our ideals come from, you know, Schultz, Joe, mm-hmm. Charlemagne, mm-hmm. Taxstone. Mm-hmm. So I do agree. Yeah, eventually that always does happen. I think if rap picked up, I think if everything picks up, I still do this. We, we always get back here. Yeah, I think, yeah. I Honestly, think- as I feel like the way we always kind of looked at it was we would rap first and then pod. Yes. Like I think the when end, I started, the end goal was always pod like or talk show some something like that. When I started when I started pod and it was like yeah, I'm I'm gonna use this to feed the rap career. That's how it was, that's how I, my name gonna pop up more in Spotify. It was some some dumb shit I thought of. Yeah, but it's it more so like I really just always wanted to do this. Like right. But that brings me to mind. I do think I go tell like I want to say twenty one year old me, mm-hmm. maybe twenty two. I think I was twenty two. I'm not remember. I don't. I'm not sure. The time the time I was twenty. I was on a lot of drugs back then, but. There's a point in time where I am unemployed again. Mm-hmm. I'm always the best creative when I'm unemployed. I'm unemployed, and I'm staying a bunch. I had my own house at this point, but I'm staying at my mom's house a bunch. I used to go live at 3 a.m. and just talk. Right, I remember that. I go, to, I go to that, I go to that specific person, mm-hmm. and I say, "Bro, you got what it takes. Stop bitching and do it." Because the reason why I did it at 3 a.m. because no, I was up. 
That was my, it was like, nobody's, I can just practice speaking live as somebody walk in, they walk in, don't pay attention to the chat. But I wanted to do a live not on my phone because if people walked in, mm-hmm. I wanted you to see it. Yeah. But it was like, it was that kind of thing. Like, I wanted you to see it, but not see it. All the shit that I was selling you at the time, too. <coughs> no, Musically sure. and pod. And I was like, just pick one, bro. Pick one and put it out. I ne- but the thing is, I don't tell myself to pick one. Mm-hmm. I, I tell myself do both. Do both, yeah. I, I tell myself like, yo, do both. Right. right now, I'm right now I'm actively doing both. I'm like a professional potter and release. I released two albums in the last three months. Right. Like I, I'm able to do both. I said to get to the point where you could do it. And I do tell that guy who's skinny, wearing a yellow hoodie and a beanie, and I say, I remember this guy, the Zach fit I had on on every live. Orange beanie. Orange beanie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I go tell him like, bro, you got what it takes. And I, and I fucking pull out Patreon and I show him because this point I was sub to show to Patreon. I'm like, this is this is yours. Mm-hmm. You can do this. Just fucking do it. And I think, to be honest, I think I sucked for a very long time. I think that I had to live a little bit more for listening to this be as good as it was at the start. But I think it gets good. Yeah, I think um, me being your friend at the time, I don't think you listened to him. I think it might be worse for you. No, 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 no. I think that, the only, like I said, the only person I believe in is me. Yeah, but I, I feel like part of that belief is your present mind. I don't think you look at that ver- the this version of you that's coming to talk to that version of you. Yeah. I don't think you look at them as one and the same. I think you look at him as yeah, a- Yeah, you think I'm more like, uh, you think I'm more like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, headstrong than you. But you're way more headstrong than me. I think I'm way more open to <laughs> like, like hearing people out than you are. Yeah, but that at that point you were you were way you were very stubborn at that point. I was very I'm I'm very and stubborn I think, now. I think you hear yourself say like, "Yo, you can do it," and I think the pressure of knowing that, "Oh, I do do it," gets heavier. You think it's heavier on me? I think it gets heavier, and it's like, oh man, like. No, I think I think I, if anything, I think he's too cocky, and I think he fails. Uh-huh. If anything, I think he's too cocky and he fails, and that humbles him, and he and he gets better. Mm-hmm. And I think I th- I think be, I think me coming and talk to him, he'll be like, "Fuck it, I can do it." And he starts tomorrow, and it sucks, mm-hmm. and everybody hates it. And I never tell him a time frame how long it takes to get going. Mm-hmm. But I but I but I but I say like three words for him. I'm like, "Yo, TikTok, vertical video." That's mm-hmm. all I say. Tick three words: TikTok, vertical video. He don't know what the fuck that means. What if that just like you you know how like hieroglyphs <laughs> are like misinterpreted? <laughs> I mean, I just, <laughs> I, I got five minutes. I say that like, you, oh, what shit, if you like vertical right video is the is not the way to go or something like that? And you just like fight it or something like whatever. No, you just misinterpret that, the, that, the, that, that. That is funny. I also, to be fair, if if let me let me let me, let me give another version of myself. To be honest, I, I do want to go back to, to the younger me, but I think younger me he has to he has he has to be that weird tubby kid to become the cool adult he becomes, and I think mm-hmm. that's a part of it. Like I like I don't think I go back to my childhood either. Like I kind of want to, but it's like. I have to be I, I I have to be t-shirt stains. Yeah, it, to yeah. be Dom. Yeah, young like, bull stains. Yeah, yeah I, I have I have the young bull stains to be the person I am today. I, yeah. I have to because those moments are built, so foundational. Yes, it's like, like I built the thick skin. Yeah, I like, built it. So when niggas call me fat on the internet now, I'm like, that's yeah, nothing. it's like, bro, I'm from Philly. Like, <laughs> like, what are you what are you saying? Yeah, you know I mean, I, yeah. I, I I gotta go through it, but right. I do go back. I do go back to the early pandemic, just like you. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like. Right, right when I fired you, <laughs> the first time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I say, D- download TikTok. I go mm-hmm. to him like, and I'll be like, if I got five minutes, I'm like, here's the app you can do it on. Mm-hmm. 
here's how you do it. Let's do it. Because I was already recording. Remember early on, I used to record a video. Like, why are you recording video? You were recording video and not putting it anywhere. He's like, I don't know what to do with it yet. I, I didn't know what to do with it yet. Yeah. Remember, that's what I said. I was like, I, I was like, I don't. I, but I know video is important. I was like, I'm recording video for no reason. Mm-hmm. But getting I was, practice though, getting reps. I was getting reps. Mm-hmm. But I got tell him like, yo, I know you're recording video already. Here's what place where to put it. TikTok. And mm-hmm. we get on TikTok early. We're like one of the first podcasts on TikTok. We we blow up professionally. We blow up. Yeah. I go back to that person that. I just feel like everything happened for a reason too. No, like, everything. I just feel like it, it, it's supposed to be the way it's going right now. Nah, people mm. say that, but if you can go back and and fucking help yourself get there, you do it. Mm. I I never get myself and it's not it's not, it's not perfect reality. I go back to like uh, 2017, mm-hmm. and I go like, no, I go back to 2000, September 2016. Mm-hmm. No, September 2017, and I say. Birds win it all this year, 4133. Place that bet. Place that bet. <laughs> Place yeah. That. After a, at a certain point though, at any of those, if I could just be rich, <laughs> yeah, fuck all the character development. Fuck all Fuck it. I had it. And like I said, as long as I got them foundational years <laughs> up to a certain point, fuck all that other shit I said. If I could let's, just be rich, let's go with it. Let's, let's just let's, let's just do, do that. it. Yeah. Let me, let but if it, if if hard work is, is still a part of it, then we just, you know. That younger version of you back then, you know. Not not the 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 one that where you where you had the first crib, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things you experienced was just like losing friends. Yeah, everything around you in the in the course of a, like a month or two Collapse. just changed. Collapse. Yeah. yeah. I I currently I'm experiencing that where you know in the last month and some change, my entire world has completely been flipped upside down, spun backwards, mm-hmm. and I've lost you know. A lot of I lost a lot, and I've lost a lot of friends during that time too. What like what did that feel like for you when you know you lost like, and it wasn't a loss in the way of death. It was like friendships ending. Yeah. What is that like processing that? Oh, it sucked, bro. It sucked. Mm-hmm. Those funny. It was funny. I had a dream about him last night, by the way. Wow. Why? I said, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. It's funny bringing that literally about him last night. And in the dream, he apologized for mm-hmm. everything, finally. Mm-hmm. Which he'd done before, but it was like he finally like admitted it. But um, mm-hmm. what it felt like uh it felt like a piece of me was taken away. Because mm-hmm. the person we speaking of was like was my other best friend in the world. Like at it was support it's it two it's point of my life I had two best friends. Mm-hmm. It was you and this other guy we talking about. And y'all was like my the closest people in the world to me. Y'all knew everything about me mm-hmm. and, and in two different ways too. Mm-hmm. Like me and him were like outside together, and you were like my my inside friend who were like me. And you had different things in in common. Right. Right? He was like your your rough friend, and I'm like the Pokemon friend. No, really, that's what it was. Like me, and Dev, yeah. like I don't want to say his name. Fuck, it, I don't care. But me, he actually followed me on the gram now, so I don't, we're not friends anymore. But we're like cordial. But it felt like I felt like a, I lost a piece of me, mm-hmm. especially when you're friends with somebody for that long, and like you share so many experiences. Like, damn, I thought that I thought that I thought that I was gonna be able to see your kids grow. Right, like that's the kind of friendship you have with some people. Like, mm-hmm. and when the end is like, damn, I thought that our ki- our kids was gonna be friends, mm-hmm. and it hurts on a different level. I, people say it all the time, like friendship breakups hurt way more than relationship breakups. Yeah, because you can always get another girlfriend. Yeah, you can never get another friendship. Yeah, like if me and you stop being friends tomorrow, mm-hmm. I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. How, I I I don't know how to operate in the world. Yeah, you know, um, that that that's how what I was thinking too. Uh, you know, I've had like especially recently, I've had some. I don't think they're permanent, but like one of my close friends, her and I kind of butt heads on something and I'm too stubborn to really like, you know, I, I, I did apologize, but like I'm too stubborn to like 
chase it, chase yeah. the friendship or anything like that. It's like, you know, um, I think things happen in due time. I don't think we said her or I have said anything that's like, like not fixable. Yeah, we can't come back from it. Yeah, I don't think any of it is like in the space where we can't come back from it. Yeah. But um, me and my other best friend, Kahari, almost got into something where it was like, and it was, it, it was my fault as well as like, um, I don't want to say he's to blame for anything, but uh, it just was like a moment where, you know, I ha I wasn't, I know I wasn't communicating as much as I mm -hmm. should have, but it was like really hard for me to communicate anything to anyone because I'm I'm experiencing it. It was big changes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm experiencing it as it's going on. It's not like yeah. Um, I can like I just couldn't pull myself out of it to really talk to anybody about because I hadn't talked to you about it too much of what yeah. my where my head has been. Like my whole life is literally changing before my eyes, and I don't feel like I have control over it. Yeah. And um, the funny thing about that, me and you spoke every day, so I knew where your head was without even you actually saying it. Yeah, and it's like, but you know, but. We weren't talking about that. No. You know what I'm saying? We weren't talking about any of the, the <laughs> no, what was going shit. on. Yeah, none of this. Like, <laughs> my, my mind has been on this, like this podcast and everything yeah. like that because it's been an escape for me. Mm -hmm. And I haven't felt like this about anything in a long time. Yeah. But, like, you know, i just been feeling, like, really regretful. Hold on. My mom is calling me. I'm supposed to pick her up. Long story short, I feel like, you know, this particular friendship, you know, shout out to Kari. I do just want to apologize, bro. Um, public apology. I like that. Yeah, you know, I love you, bro. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. Nah, you my man. I love you. I don't know where I'd be in any of this story, and um, yeah. I'm definitely thankful that you know God or whoever you know is writing this. You know, I, I believe my God is writing this. I'm glad He wrote y'all into my story. Yeah. Um, but then it's like you know we also have some other friendships that I feel like you know Recently. have fallen apart. Yeah. And you know, without getting too explicit, it's just like, you know, um, it, hurt, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. I don't really got many friends. Yeah, you know that about me, like I don't really got many friends. I'm a polarized person. You love me, you hate me. Right. And I thought I found people that love me, mm -hmm. and it hurts to realize they did it. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, maybe one day they'll probably look at it and see. Because for me, it's it, 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 you know, there's been some wrongdoing to me, but like I said, I I think it's reconcilable yeah but you know i'm i'm always gonna stand with you yeah and if you're not doing right by my people then you can't possibly do right by me you can't do it you know what i'm saying like you can try to reframe it like oh that's just me and his thing but like this is somebody that's my brother if yeah. you're not doing right by him we can't possibly have a relationship i feel like the thing about a lot of this shit can be solved with a conversation to change behavior right i feel like a lot of a lot of a lot of problems Mm -hmm. Especially between men can be solved in a conversation to change behavior, mm -hmm. but niggas be too prideful to really just say something. Right. And, and yeah. And, and the thing is, like you said, it's not just the apology, it is the change behavior. Change behavior need to happen. Because we've had some of these conversations where it's like, yo, and, and, and you kind of put it in perspective for me because sometimes I didn't really see it, but it's like, yo, I'm telling y'all that I don't appreciate the way I'm being talked about. When we're together, I don't appreciate the way, you know, we're I'm being treated by the group when we're together. And then it's like individually, y'all don't talk to me like this. No, never. It's like we get to we get together and niggas all respect for me goes out the window. And you know, one thing that we always say, like that that Joe says, is it really a joke? If we never get if we serious. never get serious. We never get After serious. After a certain point, it's like, no, you don't respect me, and this is who you see me to be. 
is, you know, less than. Niggas thought I was a whipping boy, basically, and I ain't nobody's whipping boy. Right. And like, you know, some niggas, it's, the, thing, the thing is, though, there are niggas out here, and I'm not knocking you, because you are a crucial piece to a lot of male friendships. Right. A whipping boy. A lot of male friendships need that. But I thought, like, we were all better men. We're like, you know, we used to have conversations all together. Like, yo, none of us really leaders. We all take turns leading. Right. But how can how can that be true? And also when we got a whipping boy, mm-hmm. you try and make a nigga whipping boy when that's not his character. Right. That's not, that's especially, that's not who I am. And I think that, uh, that hurt me a lot. Cause I'm like, damn, niggas don't respect me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of women relationships, we talk about this too. Women don't take whipping boy shit. Mm-hmm. Women don't take it. Right. Women ain't going to be nobody whipping boy. That's what like, that nigga don't respect you. Cut that nigga off. Right. So when women tell me shit like that, you be like, no, nah, that's, 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 that's why, that's why relationships fall apart in Miami. Cause I, I, I a group of niggas walk up and one, and, and the one girl try to make a joke. She like, bitch, you disrespecting me. Right. In Miami, that happened with us. We just going to let ha 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 he he. That, mm-hmm. that respect. Also, that's, that's, that's a sign of like, you know, I'm not comfortable with myself, so I got to make somebody else. You know what I mean? Make somebody else feel. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, yeah, for me, it's just like the mishandling of the friendship mm-hmm. and then uh, not like not acknowledging it. Yeah, it's just it's pure neglect. And I, and I listen, one day, one day I'll be old enough and I'll be mature enough to, you know, accept what happened mm-hmm. and move on from it. But I'll be honest, I'm not there right now. And I don't think it's I don't think it's nothing wrong with me not being there right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's all fresh. I think it's all new to me. And I think that we haven't even got to the worst part of of where this could go yet. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, no, losing losing friends hurts, bro. Losing yeah. friends, it, it it bothers me because right. you somebody that I trusted with some of my deepest and darkest. Right. And that, and, and it's like you said, like the friendship has to be built on some kind of respect. Yeah. I feel like at some point it's like, you know, niggas don't even respect what what we doing. Yeah. And we supposed to be supposed, supposed to, be, to be boys and we we, we exist in the same space. Uh-uh. Niggas ain't even like they're never gonna hear this conversation because they don't I uh, I don't feel like they respect what we do. <laughs> no, they never <laughs> That's the thing, like I I wish I wish uh I wish that I wish a lot of things, but I do wish I do wish that I can go back and tell 2020 me like yo them they they not as thorough as you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, a it, lot of that thing. A lot of niggas. A they lot, are who we thought they were, <laughs> and we let them off the hook. <laughs> yeah, one of the, but I go lie. One of the days I will I will I will be mature enough to talk about this inside a mature light. But right, right now, that ain't me. I'm 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 fine. I'm fine. Choose now, not 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 say something petty. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, because being petty is fun too, and that's and it's like we also see the petty games. Oh yeah, but you know, because right now it's just it's a cold it's sport. It's yeah, a cold it's a cold war. war. It's sport, but we see the petty games. Yeah, you know what I mean we saw y'all doing the dance. <laughs> That ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, Drewski cooked with that, yo. Right. Somebody told me I look like a skinny Drewski today, and I was like, yeah, time to cut this shit off. You ain't gonna say, time to go black? Yeah, time to go back black. I um, haven't got Drewski once, by the way. Huh? Outside? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I think it's the color. I, if it was still, my shit was still a little bit more bronzish. 
which I liked a little bit more. Yeah. But everybody telling me they like this color more, so I don't know. I still I might go a little a shade lighter next time too. Right. I, I haven't I haven't redone mine. Y'all, y'all can y'all can really see my highlights. I like the uh, highlights on you though. It's just highlights. I yeah. think it also different differentiates what we've done as well. Yeah, because people people don't. That's why I, today we did the, the gay ass thing on the, the, the on Twitter where like I said <laughs> your yeah. blonde era. <laughs> yeah, the blonde era. Yeah. But yeah, no, I ain't gonna lie. Next time I do it, I I do gotta get a haircut because if some of y'all don't. This winter's coming out huh? next week, right? Yeah, this is gonna be a free. This one's gonna okay, be a free. By the way, it's coming out next week, Friday. Tonight's OVO yeah, Exo. said next week. Yeah, tonight is OVO Exo. Yeah, <laughs> tonight's yeah. OVO Exo. So if you're hearing this in the morning, mm-hmm. guess guess where I'll be at? Six uh, Silk, Silk City. City in Philadelphia. And but but, but for that, I think uh, I'm gonna get a haircut. I'm going down my hair red. I'm gonna put a smile oh, face red. on my jaw. That'd that's, be hard. That's that's been my next progression this whole time. Yeah, I've waited because I ain't gonna. I won't dry my hair out. All the women told me don't do it too many times, too often, because you dry your hair out. Right. You're a brave man. I'm not as brave as you. My hair is pretty, pretty thick and strong, and it's but also, also you got a nice hairline still. Like your hairline is still like my hairline ain't that strong. So you you also got to remember when women are talking about not dying at the same. They're letting their hair grow, so it's the same hair that they're re dying. Yeah. The hair that's on top of my head is going to be cut and like it's not going to be the same hair that I'm dying. I it's not I'm not bleaching it enough to damage the hair follicles. Like I you 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 probably didn't peep the last time I was here, but my shit had grown out enough that I could have cut the blonde off in the 2 weeks that I let it grow. Yeah. It grew out enough that I could just cut the blonde off and just been, my no, hair would have been black again. No, my shit's dead right now. I could like cut Yeah. Cut that was off like 2 weeks of hair growth. Yeah. And it was like like it's not this basically basically what I'm saying is it's not the same hair. It's not gonna be the same hair. Yeah, it's different when you're dying and re-dying the, the same, same hair. Yeah. 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 I I do I do I do wanna go red next time. Red with a black smiley face in the back. Then it's popping. Mm-hmm. I am definitely in like my when I first died, niggas thought I was manic. Niggas thought I was I was a little bit manic. I was not. I was. I was. I, I've been seeing more clearly than I ever saw, which is something that man people say. But <laughs> yeah, with I, that, was, uh, I was really <laughs> with that video. You geeking off that damn Adderall. Yeah, he was seeing very clear that day. Yeah, that nigga said, "Yo, Adderall is a great drug." I'm not gonna lie. Listen, if kids, if you want to do drugs, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. <laughs> I might get a real script for Adderall though. I'm trying to figure out who I need to talk to. So John Mulaney got a bit in his special mm-hmm. where he says, "If you want drugs, you go to webmd.com." And they, they, I didn't know this, but you can search up doctors in your area, tap in your zip code, and then you filter the list to lowest rated. You think that's a bad doctor. That's a good doctor. That's the doctor that's going to give you the... He going to give you everything you fuck you want. Right. And John, John Mulaney, he's a geeker. Like, uh-huh. he, he said when he went to uh, 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 fucking uh, rehab, he had, he had he, I think he said perks, coke, and Addy on him. He's going to have a good weekend. Damn, in rehab. <laughs> well, that's what he walked in. He's like, hey, they took her from him. Mm. But shout out John Mulaney, real good geeker, also very funny comedian. I would love, I love to speak to him. Mm-hmm. I, re- I, I, need, I, need, I need to be respected by comics. I can talk to some of these comics I love. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's more just reaching out to him, to be honest. Yeah. And, When's and the last time you really did that? We haven't reached out to many people. We haven't reached out to people in a, in a while mm-hmm. because um, I stopped giving. You know what's funny? Drake said, I can have all your fans if I didn't stay pop. If I didn't go pop and I said it was a kind of shit. And I've been thinking a lot about some people we used to know. Yeah, like, I could have all your fans if I if I didn't stay myself and I went on some pander shit. Right, and some I've been, shit. And I and I've been thinking about a lot recently about how I've been like changing the branding of last week tomorrow and your account and how I'm gonna get good and bad people together. And I'm like, if I just get listened to this back, 
I just get listened to this back. I'm gone. Like we're right. out of here. And I, you said it in the phone where we're like, yo, we just own the timeline. We right. can, are able to own the timeline. That's why. I, that's why I've been doing so much Addy recently because I want to own the timeline. I'm trying to get weeks. So much Addy. <laughs> so many Addy. <laughs> they just skipped over how much. He said, that's why I've been doing so many drugs lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, done, I've done so many drugs. Yeah. I, just, I just pop them so I can be focused. Because I'm be honest. Listen, I'm be honest. I have a I have a difficult time focusing on tasks. Me too. Like I have a, I have a tough time. Like really. I really hungry. think I need Adderall. Bro, I'm telling you, like my, like I will be like, like I'll be editing the video, like off Adderall, I'll be editing the video. I will get one notification on my phone. Uh-huh. I'm on my phone for three hours. She like easily. I'm like, what the? But then my, my my screen's turned off. My laptop about to die. Yeah. It ain't plugged in because it was on 100 when I started. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what the? F-? But that's why I do Adderall because when I when I'm when I'm on it, I'm able to like just lock in. Find the three, four, five hour is 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 kicking in because I'm I'm only doing like 20s. I'm about to do some 30s soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, and once I do that thirty, yeah, I need the beginner Adderall. I think I, that'll be just enough to level me out, and make me a normal person. No, I, yo, you think Adderall's not cocaine? It, it is one molecule. No, I life. have an addictive personality, is what yeah. I'm saying. So I mean, I'll if too. if yeah. if it is like working, working like that, I'm gonna feel like I need it all no, the time. You know what's funny? I think I have a di- I think I have a dick personality, but then I will not work out. <laughs> I just can't get addicted to working out. Right. I th- I thought about it. We saw our friend Bobby recently. Mm-hmm. I saw him for the first time. In he a hit long me time. up about working out tomorrow too. He looks amazing, buddy. He's lost so much weight. He looks yeah. Amazing. Shout out to Rob. I do. I do. I, only reason. I, only reason I want to lose weight is so that when I talk bad about women on the internet, they can't call me fat. Yeah. It's the only reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good reason, right? Women, they drive everything. <laughs> Not even to fuck them, just so I can call them ugly. Right. I just want to call them ugly on the internet, and not their first go-to is I'm fat because I'm yeah. not ugly. I'm a pretty attractive guy. That's why yeah. I just feel comfortable calling up people ugly. Well, could you attractive? Yeah. Now I I agree. Yeah. But the first thing I go to, I'm fat. Also, I got a big dick. He's loving the fact that his meat print is on the internet right now. Yeah, that shit was good, right? Yeah. No, meat was meeting, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. yeah. Listen, I know, I yeah. know. Talking about on YouTube, is that? Oh, this this big DR. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got you got anything before we wrap? Um, nah. But uh, like I said, if you're listening to this, um, one dollar you could watch us, <laughs> and you you can watch it and listen. You know, what I'm saying, put it on the TV, background noise. Yeah. And you know, we just trying to build that community. Like I said, more things are coming with that Patreon. What if we um, started an app? Honestly, that is where this is going to have to go at some point I'm because thinking. we can't continue to rely on these platforms know. to build our audiences because one day it's just going to crash. My, my thought day, process is Twitter it, or Instagram is just not going to be the wave. There's something there's a there's a company called Tonight's Conversation and I I made a video about them and they like do the whole thing boom boom boom. And they got like six different spin-offs and ah ah but they're they're all it's all centralized on one app called Tonight's Conversation. It's where mm-hmm. you can get all their content. And Zeus kind of got the same thing where like it's all centralized on this one app and you can like airplay it to the screen. I'm like, this is the perfect thing. And I'm thinking to myself, maybe we need because of all of us are going to have, uh, you know, pay subscription services where all, all, all our audiences can go to boom, boom. It definitely like the the, f- the future of what, the, what we're going to do definitely has to become centralized at some point. I agree. Just bring all our audiences to one spot and then but once it's big enough, it'll all make sense. Oh, and then sure. everybody just gets paid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gonna you know. steal that from us. Huh? Somebody gonna steal that. Oh yeah. But it, it exists. We didn't create this. No, but I know somebody's exists. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, but, you know, we're going to close this thing out. Yes. Um, you know, thank you guys for joining us on another episode of Candid with Cam. Um, you know, my grandfather, I stole this one from him. He said, be free and stay free, but not like a maxi pad. In other words, don't be a bitch ass nigga. Thank you for allowing me to be candid. I might just flood this bitch. These niggas ain't up like this. If it's something that's stuck like that. These niggas ain't cut like that. Look at me.